Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome aboard this trip that we're going to take in finance. And normally people get scared, but this is not going to be scary. This is going to be a lot of fun and I'm going to be your host and guide you through it. I am Kathy Cook Noble and I'm joined today here with Christine who's going to go on this journey with us. And today we're going to talk about your finances. This is our maiden voyage and we're happy to have callers call in and ask any questions that relate to you specifically. Uh, we will take general questions and detailed questions and we're happy to have you join us on the air today. And the phone numbers if you're calling from the U.S. are one 880 or if you're one of our fellow Canadians it's one 800-8736. Please call in anytime. We're happy to have you. So today we're going to talk about, we're going to start with finances. What does that mean? Is that one of those big scary concepts that you see on TV <laughs> and all of a sudden these charts fly up and there's metrics and math <laughs> and formulas and people start to get all panicked and need to have, have a, a rest and lay down and get some aspirin. But no, it's not. Is it Christine? <laughs> well, it's, it's I don't fun. know. I would just can 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 I just back us up for just a second? I, I yes, would. You can. I would love to welcome you officially to the Inspired Choices <laughs> Network, Kathy. Um, and I would never have guessed that um, this that was your first rodeo that you just brought us in on. That's freaking amazing, girlfriend. That's awesome. I mean, of course, finances is not something new to you, but wow, that was phenomenal. So how about we tell the world who this Kathy Cook Noble chick is? How about that? All right. All right. Okay. So I'm going to read your bio. Okay. That cool? Well, that so that'll be the least amount of fun that we're going to have tonight, but you go ahead with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kathy is a believer in people's abilities to understand, control, and plan for their futures with money. She believes that once people understand the importance of why they need to control their own finances, they will live a happy and free life. She's a financial advisor, teacher, bookkeeper, business expert, seeker of knowledge, community volunteer, and believer in people. She spent her entire life studying and working in business to help people expand their lives save money, make money, and avoid financial ruin. She personally understands what it means to see value and have faith in yourself so that you have more confidence in financial decisions. Overcoming painful obstacles and realizations about money has helped Kathy become obsessed with helping people, especially women, understand their financial situations and help them plan for their future selves. That is so true and... What I know personally about Kathy, because Kathy, you and I have known each other about a year. Yep. What What I know personally about Kathy is she instantaneously brings ease when you start to share whatever's going on with you. The way that you communicate and you're able to receive what people are saying and then to show them that it's not nearly as difficult as they've imagined 
is is such a gift and I am so grateful you are here on the network and I know that people, both men and women, are going to be so thrilled with what you're going to be sharing with us going forward in your shows. Awesome. Thanks, Christine. Um, I like I like to think that I did all the heavy lifting for everybody so that they don't have to go back to school and get certifications and get licensing and all read all those thousand page textbooks. I, I like to think that I've done all that for us so that we can move forward together. Um, I think finance is like an extremely important topic, but I also think it's a lot of fun and it should be a lot of fun and it's not portrayed that way. It just gets a bad rap in the media because it doesn't present itself as being the good time, the good time party topic, but that's <laughs> what we're going to, that's what we're going to change. That's what we're going to change. And, uh, and, and, and everything that we're going to talk about on the show is going to be about stuff that matters to you today. So that's to everybody that's listening. Everyone has, I guarantee you, everybody has a question, an issue, a concern, uh, and a story that they've had some financial tragedy or some financial hardship at some point. So that's what we're going to deal with. We're not going to talk about all the the things that we can't see and touch and we'll never see and touch because it doesn't matter to us. We want to know what matters to us every day. And that's what I that's what I believe my mission in life is to do is to help people just deal with their own stuff and make things good for them, which in turn makes get things good for their family and makes their happy their lives very happy. So that's mm. what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Awesome. So today's topic is it all starts today, financial freedom. It so is. this is the write up that we have for today. When is the best time to to learn about financial freedom? That's the first question. So why don't we start there, Kathy? Sure. So, you know how they say the best time to start is right now? And yes. it's true. It's true. But it's a really general, easy way to say it. Although I believe it is that easy, the best time to start is as soon as you can. So if you can start today, and I don't mean start as in, we're not talking about investing or anything like that. We're talking about how to understand your money, how to if you're in debt, how to get out of debt, if you're not in debt and you want to save for the future, if you're if you just want to how to save for that trip that you want to take or save for your kids' education, when's the best time to start that? That's as soon as you are able to set up a time to sit down with somebody for ten minutes. Just start with ten minutes and say, Listen, help me figure out my stuff. And that's as easy as the conversation has to be. And that person can be somebody like me who actually does it for a living. Uh, mm-hmm. Or it can be somebody that you're a friend with or a family member that you feel comfortable with that you are in a position to say to them, I need your help and I think you're in a position to help me with it. So that's how you get started. It doesn't have to be uh, complicated. You don't have to have you don't have to have a spreadsheet laid out. You don't have to have uh, a suit and tie and any kind <laughs> of singing, singing the background singers for you. You just have to. <laughs> Just have to sit down and say, "Listen, I need help. Where do we start?" And that's where that's where you start. And you Wait just start looking you're not, at. You're not yeah. going to cue the bank background singers. Wait. Well, what? yeah, we are, we are, but but not till, not until the second break. Come on. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what do most people do, Kathy? Because you're you're making it sound extremely simplistic. But do most of us overcomplicate just beginning? Absolutely. And you know what it is? It's the fear of the unknown, I think. People are, they're afraid of what they don't know. And they have in their heads this uh, built up stress of what their situation actually is. 
And nine out of 10 times when I see people, it's not as bad as they think it is. And you know what? They think that they're the only ones like this because everybody's playing compete with my neighbor or compete with my sister or brother or cousin or friend or or compete with the reality TV show people who are not at all reality. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> happens. They Everybody gets caught up in what they think is reality instead of what really is reality. So they make it so complicated and they put it off and they, they delay it and they come up with every excuse you can think of why they couldn't get to do it. And then they start and they think, geez, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I wish I had started earlier. That's right. almost always what I hear people say. And I think, you know what? Don't wish about what you could have done. Be happy that we started and let's look forward and get you on track for the rest of the, your happy life. Yeah. So when you say like even take 10 minutes, so it's it's like, Look, just look at one, like one aspect. You don't need to, to, you know, eat the whole pie. Just take one oh. small piece and begin. Absolutely. You know what? It's like, uh, it's like losing weight. You're not going to lose it overnight, and you didn't gain it overnight. Same thing as debt. You didn't gain it overnight, and you're not going to lose it overnight. But when you put a plan in place and you just go to the gym and you spend 20 minutes doing exercising, that's how you start. It's the same with finance. You just start. You just say, okay, here's 10 minutes. Here's my one big issue. I got a several issues maybe, or maybe I don't. I only have one issue. But here's my one that I want to start with. What do you think? And let's figure out how that puzzle will unravel. And then we put a plan in place for that. And all the pieces come together. And that's the cool thing about finance is that all the pieces fit together. And, the of course, I'm biased because I think finance is the center of the world. And as soon as you start getting the financial stuff straightened around, the spinoff is awesome. You start to feel better, which makes you happy, which makes you want to do more. You get, you can, you're more, you have more energy. You're going to eat better. You're going to exercise. You have time to take your dog for a walk, spend time with your kids, take up a hobby because you're not stressing about all that stuff that is keeping you awake at night. So right. you sleep better. You sleep better, which makes your skin look better, which makes everything look better. Wow. You know? So yeah. it's, it, it's one of those spinoffs that has some fantastic effects. So, okay, cool. So that's step number one is when when do we start? So how do you learn about financial freedom? Like, you know, it's when I hear you talk and it's so easeful the way that you explain things and so simplistic, it's like, you know, I'm 55 years old, Kathy, and I took accounting in high school. You know, I did, did accounting in college. I mean, this is not new to me. And yet the way that you explain it is so unique in my world. And I don't, I know that I'm not unique in understanding it this way. Um, when, when do, when do you see people starting to learn this? Is it when they kind of hit a wall or, I mean, it's certainly not something that we're teaching our children and we're not teaching kids in high school this or college even this, right? You are absolutely right. And that is one of the the areas that I think we like we really need to change in the world. And that would be a dream for me to see things start to change and get people at a younger age and just start teaching them simple stuff. Like if I make $100, I can't spend $200. And simple concepts like that. Um, I'll tell you how I teach it and, and uh, the way I like to hear things is the way I would understand them. So I taught college for, for many years in the business faculty and 
every time I talk, and I, I get there's curriculum that people have to know, and that's great, and we'll teach that, and we'll go through that. But I always like to say to people, even when I was teaching, this is how it is in the textbook. Let me tell you how it works in the real world. So in right. accounting, you know, when you talk about accounting, there's you go through accounting and uh, there's you go through case studies and there's certain ways you post things and and Ugh. certain places, you know, <laughs> and and all that fun stuff. But in reality, that's not how people talk and that's not how people work. So if we can explain things in plain language instead of making their eyes glaze over and sweat profusely, that's what I think is important. And I, and it can be done because it's like any topic, you know, you can explain football and we'll use that because the Super Bowl was yesterday. You can explain football to a, a non-athletic person who doesn't watch football, but when they watch the Super Bowl once a year, they can understand the game because they're sitting with somebody that says, Hey, this is when they get a touchdown. This is how many points they get. You can understand that. You don't need to get into all the strategy and the details of what they do off the field. And that's what we do. Ah, okay. I love that analogy. That's so cool. <laughs> and I'm not, the, I'm not a big football fan, but even I know when the Super Bowl's on. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. It was a good game, too, wasn't it? <laughs> Apparently, it was quite the game. <laughs> with the underdog, so I'm told. It was, it, it was, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, that is so, that is so, so good. So we're, we've got a lot of things we're going to dive into. As you said at the beginning, we would love to take your calls. You can also come on over to the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and join us in the chat room where you can post your questions. We can ask, you know, Kathy can answer those questions throughout the show or, you know, at, if you're listening to this in the replay, be sure to come back and check out all of her upcoming shows and her replays. You'll be able to listen to them again and again. So we're about to go um, for our first break, Kathy, um, and then we'll jump back into all of this great, great stuff about finances and money and how much more ease we can have with it. So you are listening to uh, financially speaking with Kathy Cook Noble today on her debut show and myself Christine McIver and we will be back right after this short commercial break so please stay tuned too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt we're scared confused and don't know who to talk to by tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are 
listening to Financially Speaking, and our newest host here on the Inspired Choices Network, Kathy Cook Noble, is starting today with an amazing show, and I'm so grateful to be here to be able to participate with you, Kathy, and and bring this show to life. It's been one that I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exciting! I, I'm excited to hear another person excited about finance. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, well, and you know what? I suspect that we're gonna we're gonna create a whole wave of excitement, especially for women, because women yes. uh, women are the ones that uh, I I think they are more than capable. I don't get me wrong. I have nothing against men. I love them. I have a great husband, and uh, they're fantastic to work with. But women are traditionally the ones that uh, struggle a little bit with the numbers game. And I think it's because they have so much happening in their life. You know, if you're if you're married and you have children and you have a dog, you know, you have to take a dog for a walk. You got to feed the kids. You got hockey, soccer, piano, whatever the lessons could be. You have to clean the house and do laundry. And then you have to figure out how to eat healthy and exercise and take care of your skin and your okay, health. I'm and, tired. Right? I'm tired. Stop. <laughs> so, so that's how people get overwhelmed. They look at that and then they think, okay, finance is not the word, it's not the place I'm going to. But but the truth is once you set it up, all that other stuff, like we were talking about before the break, all that yeah. stuff comes into focus really, really beautifully and, and set, your, set your day up for nice and smooth sailing. Wow. Okay, I have yeah. a curious question. Yeah. You you are very specifically you continue to talk about finances and most of us think about money. Now, yep. It this may sound like a silly question, but why the differential between the two? So, when I talk about finance, that's everything. That's your money that comes in the house, the money that goes out of the house, the money that you donate to charity or the money that you set aside for your trip or the money you're setting aside for your kids' education. Or it's the money that uh, when you see stuff on TV about buying a yacht or a plane or, you know, the, the the indoor pool with the retractable pool roof, that's all stuff that comes into finance. And how does that fit into a plan? So that's the way I look at finance is it's, it's, it's the whole pie together and all the pieces. Okay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. All right. So where would you like to go from here in teaching us more about finances for so our freedom? I, I'm going to, I want to tell you a little story about my sister. <laughs> so, oh. and she's going to be fine with it. So I have a sister. <laughs> who, <laughs> and wait a and second. Wait a second. I need a signed <laughs> authorization. Please. I know, right? I know. I know. So I just want to tell you, my sister to me is the the example of what I think most women are thinking about finances and money. Okay. And she is a, a super funny person. I could sell tickets on her stand-up show. I'm sure if she had one. Uh, she's got a great sense of humor. She's super smart, well-educated, and has done everything to avoid talking about money and finance. And she's super, super smooth at doing it, by the way. So I I look at my sister and I'm and I you know I'm a little bit annoying with her because I'm always harping about the financial stuff. I'm like, come on, let's sit down, let's do it. You can do it. You can do it. You have a master's degree. Come on, you can do this. And it's got nothing to do with the education, but I'm just really taunting her. And uh, finally, I broke her, and she's now talking about financial stuff, and she realizes that it's actually kind of fun and it's exciting because when you start tracking your money, forget the word budget, and this is where I'm going with this. 
is people hear that word budget and they all of a sudden they tense up and they they feel like, oh, it's going to be like going to math class again. And it's not. I think a budget, forget the word. Let's just talk about tracking your cash. That's really okay. what it is. And when I start talking to my sister, Karen, about tracking your cash, and we don't yeah. talk about budgets and I don't show her charts and pie graphs and all that cool stuff, she's good. She's like, hey, I can do this. You know what? I can write down on a piece of paper, this is what I got and this is what I spent. (laughs) And you can start to see. And that and it can be that easy to start with. You know when we were talking about getting started? You can just start with just start with tracking your cash. And you don't have to have a spreadsheet. And I mean I know you're gonna be surprised to to know that I love spreadsheets. But uh But we don't we work up to that. That's something where we just grab a piece of paper and a pen and we write on one side cash in and on the other side cash out. And that's what we're spending and that's what we're bringing in. And that's how you just start to track it. And then you that's start awesome. to say, hey, you know what? I see where I'm spending my money. Sometimes people are surprised. A lot of the times, most times, people are surprised when they track their cash and they say, whoa, I didn't realize I was spending that much money on eating out. That's always a big one. Or I didn't realize I wasn't putting that much away for my future because they're under the idea that maybe they're already doing that. But then they start to see it just on paper and pen. Then they see, hey, that's what I've got coming in. And that's what I've got going out. And maybe I shouldn't be eating out every night for dinner. Or, you know what, maybe I can take my own coffee to work instead of driving through and getting one every morning. You don't have to give it up. This isn't about giving up what you love. This is about just understanding it. And then putting in into it's like everything, right? Everything in moderation. Mm. You're not gonna have, you're not gonna eat pizza for dinner every night, but it's okay to eat it once in a while. Right. I love, you know, oftentimes on many of the shows, Kathy, you've probably heard us talk about um, the definitions of words and the energy of words, right? And there's right. such a very different energy to track your cash than budget. Like right. budget has such a heavy confined restrictive energy and track your cash that i my entire body gets excited when every time you say that i'm like track my cash track my cash like i'm just like getting so excited there's it's, it is so cool and it's fun it, it is fun because when you're tracking your cash and you're thinking i'd really like to go on a trip to dominican and you're thinking i can't afford it i got this debt whatever and you get yourself overwhelmed and you're depressed right but when you yeah. say, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna track my cash. And on the left side I see how much money I've got coming in, and on the right side I see how much is going out. And then you're watching it. Your things happen to your brain. Where now it's starting to work for you in your subconscious. And then when you drive through to get something to eat, you're thinking, I can see that piece of paper and that number on the right's getting a little bit too close to being the same as the one on the left, and I wanna go to the Dominican. So in order to do that, I need to have more money on the left. And you, your brain starts to help you. So as you're tracking your cash on paper, and you have to see it. I, I'm a firm believer in you have to write it down. You have to see it. Because as soon as you see it, your subconscious sees it, and it starts to see everything. And, and as you're going through your day, you're thinking, oh, you know what? Instead of driving through at 3 o'clock on my break from work and getting a coffee, I'm just going to have some water or something at my office, and I'll have a coffee when I get home. Just save yourself a couple bucks. And you're starting to see that because, you know what, it's really important to me what this goal is of going to Dominican. And my subconscious and my conscious are going to go to work and help me achieve that. And and that's the beauty of it. Right. 
that's that's fabulous. It's interesting. I I where I worked one time, there was a group of people that they would go out for, you know, coffee break, yeah. and uh, and smoke break, right? So they would go out two breaks a, a day, and both breaks they would go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> And at lunchtime, yep. they would go to Tim Hortons. And then it was hilarious to me because at the end of the week, they'd be complaining they didn't have enough money. And I would just be like shaking my head going, seriously, you spend $25 a, a day on smokes yeah. and coffee. And I'm like, yep. add it up. And, you know, I know we're not getting into this part of it on the show, but when you start right. talking about taking that money and you add it up and you say, okay, if I had invested that money for my future self, how much money would my future self have? And then it blows your mind when you see it. So I, I'll tell you, I had a, a quick story about a young couple, and same story with the, you know, the the eating out and so forth. And his one that he had was the energy drinks, and I just figured it out for him. And I said, you know, let's just track your cash, and you see how many energy drinks you drink in a day. If we just took one out. And we put that money aside for your future self. Your future self is going to thank you because that added up to somewhere around fifty thousand dollars over thirty years of just a drink, one drink a day. Wow! And that's the kind of stuff. When I sit down with them, I'm like, you know what? You can still have your your special drinks, but instead of having two, just take the one, and let's take that two dollars or whatever your three dollars you're spending, and we'll put it aside for your future self. It's still for you. It's just not for you today. It's for you thirty years from now. And they're gonna, ah. you're gonna thank yourself. So when when people think I'm saving for the future, it's kind of like this faceless time and that they're never, you can't really understand and you can't really grasp. But put your face on it. You're saving for you. So we're tracking the cash today so that you're gonna thank yourself 30 years from now. And uh-huh. it's just, that's just how we do it. That's that easy. Well, you 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 spoke. Uh, the magic words to me was my future self. I actually, I actually did a show uh, a couple of weeks ago about what does your future self know. <laughs> I, I, you just spoke magic words to me. I have to remember this. <laughs> okay, okay, no, so, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say one of my one of my favorite um, business people is Jeff Bezos from Amazon. I think he's a really smart guy, and uh, he said on an interview once when he was talking about making the decisions on what he does and how he does things. And he said he broke it down really simple. And the short of it is, he just, he just decided, I were my 80-year-old self looking back, would I say, I regret not having done this? He said, nobody regrets what they do. It's re- they regret what they don't do. So if I'm 80 years old and I look back on myself today, am I going to regret not taking that chance or not having made that commitment or tried that event or whatever it is? And he said, that's how he decided to start Amazon. Because he, the question is, my 80-year-old self going to regret it? And he said, Yes, I am going to regret not taking the chance and trying a business. And that's how it started. I like it. Awesome. Yeah. So, Kathy, what are we going to regret if we don't listen to your shows in the future? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think your 80-year-old self is going to say <laughs> that you should have listened to the show so that you can learn uh, daily saving ideas or debt solution ideas or even future investment ideas. And I don't mean future investments like what you're going to see on CNBC and BNN and all those shows. These are taking that Tim Hortons coffee instead of buying two or three today, just buy one and put that money aside for your future self. That's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about. Awesome. Wow. 
The Inspired Choices Network uh, listeners have just gotten a very, very lucky gem today, I'll tell you. This is, this is the type of show that uh, I believe has been required for, well, not just not just for listeners, but for for their family and their children, and and absolutely for their future. So we're very very lucky. We are about to go to our second break of the show. Um, if you would like to get in touch with Kathy, where is the best place for them to connect with you, Kathy? Um, they can email me directly at okay. Kathy. It's Kathy K A T H Y at Noble Canada. Dot ca okay. and if they want they can go i have a personal website that they can go to and it's kathycook.ca and they can read all the the not so fun things about me like where i went to school and what i took and they can also <laughs> they can also contact me through my webpage um by hitting contact me so and my phone number's there as well and anyone's welcome to contact me anytime i'm i i'm happy to answer questions and the one thing i i just wanted to let people know is Women are always afraid to ask questions because they feel like it's a dumb question or they're wasting someone's time. And and, they're, mm-hmm. and people say all the time, oh, there's no such thing as a dumb question. There is nothing in finance that anyone should ever be concerned about, embarrassed about, worried about. I guarantee you, if you're thinking about it, there are a sea full of women someplace else that's thinking about it, and they're just afraid to ask it. So ask yeah. the question. And you know what? The reality is, and this is what I'm learning as you get older, is who cares? If you ask a question, you think it's dumb. <laughs> Who cares? You're not, the world's not going to end. There's not going to be a big stinkhole that opens up. You know what? You're going to learn something, and you're going to make your life better, and it's going to be better for your family. So, And besides, if that did happen, it'd be kind of fun anyway. So let's see. <laughs> so what's the worst that can happen? You're going to learn okay, something. i, I got to think of a really crazy question because I'd like to see that stinkhole open up. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. Okay, cool. All right, everybody. You are listening to Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook-Noble and the horse Christine McIver. And when we return, we are going to jump back into talking all about financial freedom. Please stick around. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, we are here today with Kathy Cook-Noble 
and she is starting our Financially Speaking show here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we are just talking about the ease of all of this. So, Kathy, what's what's the... Um, What's the next thing that you would like to share with all of us? Like, how do we learn about financial freedom? Uh, I I really want people to understand when I say financial freedom, what I mean Mm -hmm. is if you don't have control of your finances and somebody else does, then you're not truly free. So if somebody else, if you owe money to somebody, then they're in control of what you can do and when you can do it. And if you're in a position where you aren't able to retire, then you're in, you're not in control of your, your own future to say, this is what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it because you're working on somebody else's timetable. So for me, I want, I really want people to understand that to me, financial freedom means you have enough money that works for you and your family to enjoy the lifestyle that you want. I'm not talking about you have to make a, ton of money with so many zeros you can't count that's not what it is it's about what's right for you and your family and every single person out there is different so what's right for me and my family is not necessarily the same as what's right for you and your family christine so that's really that's the key is that financial freedom is your financial freedom what it takes for you to say you know what maybe you don't like to travel great you love shoes you want to buy shoes a new pair every month great you want to make sure you're in that financial position to know you can do it If you want to travel, then you want to be in a position to say, you know what, I can afford to travel on the time I want to travel, when I want to travel, and with whoever it is I want to travel. So that's what financial freedom really is. And that's what I I really like people to understand. It's it's specific to what works for you and your family. Okay. So what comes up when you say, and I I love that definition. I, I love how you made that really, really clear. But what comes up when you say that is, okay, Kathy, like, I have a mortgage, I have a, you know, a car loan or I have, you know, a a student loan or whatever. Like, yes, I owe money to somebody else. So how many people actually have, by your definition, financial freedom if they, you know, most of us owe somebody money? Yep, absolutely. Um, And and I would say that when you see the numbers and you're seeing that roughly – $1.68 $1.68 is owed by every dollar that you're making as a Canadian right now. You're owing money to somebody. Um, the, the trick is, and I don't think, I guess maybe it's not a trick, but I guess the strategy is to know where you owe it, how much you owe, and when okay. are you going to have it paid off? Like, do we have a plan in place to pay it off? Or are we just going to live forever on a line of credit and, and uh, let it go up and let it go down? But in reality, what we can do is say, you know what? Yeah, of course, everybody, we got student loans. We might have some credit card debt. We might have a car payment. We might have a, a mortgage or we might want a mortgage because we're renting and we want to save for that. What's the plan? So we can do that. And that's totally acceptable and expected. And you you need to do that for a certain period of time. But what's the plan to get that under control or eliminated? So okay. that's where I think people just, where they, they skip that step to say, oh, yeah, I should put a plan in place to say eventually the student loan will be paid off instead of when I'm 100, <laughs> you know? So that's where we want okay. to look at it. So would you would you look at somebody who has a plan, they have, they have past expenditures, they have outstanding loans, but they have a plan, would you look at them and say, okay, they, they do have financial freedom? They are on the road to financial freedom. Okay. They have a plan. They're on the road. 
and they're going to get there because they have a plan that they're following. So when you're tracking your cash and you yeah. have a plan, you're on your way. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. The first step is to to acknowledge that you got to do something. And then the second step is to say, I'm going to do it and I'm committed to it. And as soon as you get there, then you just sit down and say, okay, what do we do? <laughs> and then that's okay. the easy part. The, the hardest part is to, to tell yourself that I'm going to do it, I need to do it, and I'm committed to it. And once you're committed to getting yourself on track, it's it's the same. I, I use the, 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 you know, the getting in shape, losing weight analogy again, because once you do that, you feel good. Because you're like, hey, I look good. I feel good. I'm so glad I did this. It was it was worth not having the dessert, the extra dessert at night. It was worth going to the gym because you look good and you feel good. It's going to be the same about your finances. As soon as you do that, you're going to be like, hey, this looks good and it feels good and I don't have stress. So this is my this is my path to financial freedom. Nice. I like it. So when did you start learning all of this? Like, is this something you grew up with, Kathy, or is it just you loved um you were just intrigued by it when you started school? Uh that would be both. <laughs> so I grew up in a I grew up in a family business and I just thought everybody started working from age four. I thought that was normal. And I just worked the whole <laughs> Who knew, right? <laughs> Until you got older and you start having friends. <laughs> you're like, Oh, you don't have a job and you're you're only eight, you don't work? What's wrong with you? What? So <laughs> So I grew up in that environment, but then I also had, uh, I, I was fascinated by it. I loved it. I thought the stock market was super cool. And this was way back when, you know, you had to look up the stocks in the paper. So it was, it was fascinating to see things that could move like that. Um, I thought it was fascinating when you saw people on TV that, that grew to this great wealth. And I'm like, how did they, how did they do that? How is it that this guy or this girl can have six houses and a yacht and the guy next door or the girl next door has barely enough to buy Christmas presents. It was just, it's fascinating to me. And I started, I just read about it. And I think by the time I was 16 or 17, I had completely done away with reading anything that was, was, uh, was uh, nonfiction or fiction. I only read uh, business books or law textbooks or, or, any biography on business people because I wanted to know how how do they know what they know and the same thing the same general theme they just started and they don't complicate it and they just commit to it and they just put one foot in front of the other every single day and they stay on track and it's the same theme for everybody I like that it's the same theme for everybody so how do you actually I mean I don't know all the people that you work with, obviously, but you you must work with some people and obviously, you know, women who have really felt distraught that they were in a unique space of being maybe messed up or misunderstanding things. How how do you actually, you know, bring people out of that, that space of thinking, you know, I'm maybe untrainable or unfixable or whatever the case may be? You know, I th- I think it's just, People need to know they're not alone. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I love math. I love finance. I grew up in it. You think it was great and easy street. It wasn't. We all went through stuff. I had a really, really bad financial experience a few years ago. And thankfully, I had enough experience before that that I was disciplined enough to go go over that bump in the road and you get past it. Everybody has that. 
And it doesn't matter who you are talking about and who you're looking at, whether it's on TV or your neighbor or anything like that. And I always find that when people know that you're not, A, you're not alone, and B, the people that you think have it the easiest or have it the best, they're probably the ones that had one of the worst stories to tell. So hmm. they, that's just, don't assume things for other people. And that's what I always tell people. Like, don't assume that you know their story. And you don't have to know their story. You just have to know that you're not alone. And, you know, I like to say that I went through some some crappy stuff. And I'm not special. <laughs> I know I'm not special. Everybody went through it. People have gone through be- people have gone through way worse stuff than I went through. But I know at the time right. when you're going through anything bad, it's like when you break up with your first boyfriend. The world is over. Like it's tragic. <laughs> it's the sun will not come up tomorrow, and it does. And every day you just learn a little bit more. It makes you that much stronger. And right. you know what? Every single person has been through something. So we're all in this it, together. We really are. I think the biggest thing, and you touched on this at the beginning, it's it's the unknown, right? Um, there there was so much. I mean, I learned the 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 trial balance and the balance sheet and the you know all of that in in high school and college and and did all of that. But when you actually get out into the world, and especially if you're somebody that you go into your own business, right? There's mm-hmm. so much of the you don't know what you don't know. It's 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 not that you're like okay, I I need to go learn this. It, you you really have no idea of of a no. lot of things, and I think that's that's scary. Especially, let's say you know, ignorance is bliss. It's true, yep. and and then when you maybe bump your nose or you trip or you kind of get that that letter in the mail from the government or whatever, and you go, oh my god, like I have no idea, and then I think that's where the panic can set in, right? It's yep. it's this unknown. So how do we move through? these unknowns, how do we navigate in in a world where we're not a Kathy Cook Noble, where we haven't done all the studying? You know, it's the, the, the fear of the unknown is, is absolutely right. And, and the biggest fear with the unknown is who do you call? How do you get help? And I know you're going to call Ghostbusters. I know, Christine, you're thinking that. Um, <laughs> who are you going to call? I you heard, can't I, I make heard. me laugh right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but when when you're scared and when you, you don't know the answer to something and let's say it's your health if you're scared and you don't understand what's happening to your, your body and why you don't feel very good you know you can call or go to a hospital you know yeah. where the person is or the the people are that are going to give you some direction and some comfort and some relief to say hey this is what's wrong this is what this rash is and this is how we're going to fix it. So you have hey, comfort wizard. there. Right? I do not have a rash. Let's be really clear, people. <laughs> Christine does not have a rash. Well, I, this is radio, Christine. I can't see you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the same, the same with finance. When you're scared and you don't, the unknown, what number do you call? Like, where do you go? Right. There's not a hospital, financial hospital that says, come here, we'll fix you. And which would be great if there was. But there's a, there are a lot of people out there. <laughs> I know we're going to, we'll do that. We'll do that later. But, um, you know, there's a lot of places out there that say, come and we'll fix your, your, your finances and they don't fix them. They make them worse because they don't know what they're doing or because 
you're afraid to ask because the person you're talking to isn't there to actually help you. They're there to to do whatever they need to do to fill a quota or check out a box right. off on a list. So you don't really have somebody that you can go to. So I think that's where the fear of unknown really comes in because you're scared mm. to death. You know you got to do something. You don't know what to do yourself, but you don't really know anybody that's going to call you or that you can call to say, hey, right. I can help you. I can fix you. And you don't want someone to fix you. You want to learn it yourself. You need to understand it yourself. You, right. found, you feel more empowered. You feel stronger. You're, then you're ready to go and help somebody else. And I think that's how it works. I, I help you. You help somebody else. And we all work together. And, and it really does have an amazing spinoff effect of how we change the world. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I'm hearing in my head from the listeners. This sounds great, Kathy. This all sounds really fabulous. Yeah. How, many, how much of this is actually true? How many people actually step into this and start to feel that much ease with their finances? I can tell you from talking to, to clients, when we sit down and they have a chance to share with me where they are and you say, let's mm-hmm. put a plan together, it's a, almost an instant relief to know that you actually have a live person that's there to help you and that there is a plan that's going to get you on track. It's not a magic wand. It's never a magic wand. And there is some discipline and some commitment that has to take place. But when you feel like you have, it's the same as your health. When you're feeling really crappy and you're at home and you're scared and and you don't know what's wrong with you and then you go in and the doctor says, hey, listen, you're going to be fine, but we're going to have to do these steps one, two, and three to get you there. You're going to feel some comfort knowing that instantly. You're not going to be fixed. Right. You're not going to be cured, but you're going to have the comfort knowing that you can get there. And that's really what right. it is. And that's that's how people, once you get rid of that stress and that fear, then you're able to actually implement and get on track and make things work. So it's it's getting rid of that fear and then you can start to take the action. Yeah, I think I think that's the the most important thing you can do is is get out of your own head and of being afraid and just mm-hmm. step out. And just make that first step. It's like it's like dating. You know, you're nervous, you're scared, you can't eat in front of them. Lord knows, if he saw you eat, he'd be embar- you'd be embarrassed. But then you get to date for a while, and you're like, now it's like, who cares? You don't even have to brush your hair, right? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same idea. Oh all the God, same things we be- women, all the same things we women stress about dating. It's the same thing we stress about with our money. <laughs> oh wow, there's a book. There's a book right there. <laughs> All right, we are up to our final break of the show. You are listening to the very funny Kathy Cook-Noble here on Financially Speaking. And when we get back, we're going to wrap up her first show. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So we are just closing up on the very first show here with Kathy Cook Noble on Financially Speaking. So, Kathy, what do we have? Uh, what do you have lined up for next week's show? So next week, we're going to talk specifically about cost-saving tips and tricks. So we're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff, uh, what kind of mortgages you have, what's the difference between different kinds of mortgages, uh, the health effect on your financial stress, small business needs. But next week, we're going to talk specifically about some cost-saving tips and tricks that are fun. And some of the things that we're going to talk about are like just simple things. You see it a lot more now on Facebook and stuff on couponing and and things like that. That's part of what we're going to talk about next week, too. Okay, cool. So um, if someone wants to get in touch with you um, to ask you qu- questions about any of the shows, they can do that. Um, you yep. you also have different services, right? That you, Can you ch- tell everybody what the different services are that you provide? So my, uh, my, day, my day job <laughs> is uh, I'm a financial advisor, so I, I actually do plans and uh, investments and insurance and things like that. I also do bookkeeping. So we do bookkeeping. That is the beginning in business. That's the base foundation to start with. So we do the bookkeeping to say, let's start and get all your numbers in line and in order so we have control of them. So you can go to the next step and do investments and stuff. So that's what I do in my my day job. And uh, we see people from all... all, uh, all sizes of bank accounts. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All sizes of bank accounts. So what's the one thing that you would like to leave the listeners with today uh, about everything we've discussed? Uh, I would. I really would love to see people in, enjoy their finances and enjoy their money uh, and really track it and understand it. I, I really believe that when you love your numbers and you embrace your finances, you're going to change your life. Hmm. So when did this? When did you start to love your numbers? When was it? When you were, you know, what four and you had a job? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun, but uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I always did. I, I did always in, you know, love math and the numbers. I thought it was a lot of fun. I was one of those ones, so that. It wasn't just because it was math. I like to know the math tricks. So that was fun. Uh, so I liked it that way. But as far as knowing my financial numbers, I really, probably when I got to be about 30 is when I took it seriously and, and started looking at it and saying, you know what, my future self is going to want to retire and, you know, I want my future self to like me. <laughs> so that's, that's a good idea. You're, you know, have your future self like you. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I kind of got serious, but you know what? I was I was never perfect and and a hundred percent on track. We always fall off a little bit. It's just how long we fall off, how far we go, and how long it takes to get back on that matters. Yeah, and and it's never too late to begin. I don't think. Never. 
It's never too late. There's always something you can do. And there's people out there that might think, yeah, that's fine for somebody else, but not my situation. There's always something you can do. Right. And um, so when we're when we're starting to look at tracking our cash and we're starting to look at getting this financial freedom, um, we can we could actually just sit down with ourselves, right? And start to, like you said, take that one piece of paper, what's coming in and what's yep. going out. We don't necessarily have to hire somebody tomorrow. Absolutely. You know what? You can get one of those books for a dollar and just put a line down it and there cash on the left is what comes in and cash on the right is what goes out and just start writing down every single cent that comes into your house and every cent that goes out. It's the, it's the, it's the cents and the, the pennies. I know we don't technically have pennies, but that's the part that catches people up. It's not the dollars because people are looking at the big ticket items. It's the little things that they're not looking at, like the ten dollars here, right. five dollars here, right? That's the stuff yeah. that gets you out of control. Yeah, it's, my mother's in my head. Oh take no! Take care of the pennies. <laughs> take care of the pennies, and the dollars will take care of themselves. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Said that all the time, and I could hear myself rolling my eyes, going, "Oh my god, mother." <laughs> Damn it, she was right again. She was right. <laughs> she was right on that one. <laughs> she definitely yeah. was right on that one. Awesome. Well, Kathy, I I'm telling you, this is such a joy to to have these conversations and and for them to be so so easeful. I'm I'm sure that uh many people that are listening to the show are going to be asking more questions of you and and being wanting to tap in to find out even more. Um, and, and what kind of a difference we can actually make in the world. Because, you know, I know that when I'm happy, the people around me are more happy. And how much is that the same for other people, right? Other people that are out there that when their lives are happy, they, they're actually, the people around them are happy. And imagining everybody being in financial freedom can make a huge difference there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you so much for joining me on the first show, Christine. It's You're awesome so to have a, so nice to have a friend that joins you when you make that first step. And that's the same with your finances. When you have a friend that can make that first step with you, then it makes the journey a lot easier. So whether that friend is, is you or whether that friend is a relative or a neighbor or a trusted confidant or a mentor, um, reach out to that friend. And until next week, Bye, everybody. Bye, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you need.